I'm Noah Farley, and I'm here today talking with Kia Shaw, and we'll be talking about the campaign that the Idaho Food Bank is doing called Hope for the Holidays. Thank you for coming in. Thank you, Noah. I'm glad to be here. So can you go ahead and tell us all about Hope for the Holidays? Yeah, you know, Hope for the Holidays is a campaign that starts in November for the Idaho Food Bank. And it's really just to bring that awareness. And we want to be able to provide up to about 3.8 million meals to hungry Idahoans this year. Um, because during the winter times, the need goes up. You know, you have more higher heating costs. You have to pay for winter clothes. You have special seasonal meals and the activities that happen. And so our need really does go up. Absolutely. And can you tell us about the um, food insecurity is like here in Idaho right now? Absolutely. I mean, across the state of Idaho, food insecurity rate is about 9%, um, which mm -hmm. is pretty significant because we live in such a great state. And unfortunately, there are folks who just need a little help. And that's okay. That's what the food bank and all of our partners across the state are here to help do. Nice. And so how did you yourself get involved with the food bank? <laughs> um, I was working retail, actually. And a family friend said, you know what, this opportunity is at the food bank. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I started out in the warehouse doing inventory and playing with numbers and boxes and partner agencies. And then in 2019, I became the branch manager. And um, nonprofit work is kind of addicting. <laughs> um, yeah. you, you get really addicted to having to solve problems and being able to help people all at the same time. And so it's just a really fun, I always call it the best organized chaos I've ever had because <laughs> um, that's kind of what it is. <laughs> so, Well, that's good. It keeps you on your toes. Absolutely. It really helps your creative brain. It really helps your problem-solving brain because sometimes things just happen and you have to go, okay, how am I going to handle that? <laughs> right. I totally feel you. That you hate them, but you love them at the same time. Absolutely. And then at the end of the day, I remind myself, you know, we're helping folks who need food assistance and... It could be, you know, you're living paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. You could have just lost your job. Um, you could be in generational poverty and trying to work your way out. And that's what the food bank and all of our partners are here for. We want to be, we want to help fill that gap and that need to, with food assistance. Right on. That's wonderful. And your website says that there are all kinds of events happening all over Idaho during your campaign. Can you tell us about those? Absolutely. In November, we had some really great ones going on, um, specifically in eastern Idaho with uh, Bannock County. We had Cranksgiving which is a wonderful turkey drive um, that Barry Ski and Sports um, puts on with several other businesses. And they bring in, they brought in over a thousand turkeys for our Thanksgiving distribution that we did for Bannock County. Um, so that was a really fun thing. Um, another one that happens statewide every November is called Stomp Out Hunger. And it's with um, Stinker Stores. And they do a register ask and ask if you want to donate to the food bank. And then the owners of the company match up to $25,000. And I know they're still working on those tallies, but I know last year it was $100,000 that they brought in for that. And this is their 12th year doing it. We have that going on. And then here in December, in Pocatello specifically, we do, or in Eastern Idaho specifically, we have um, a couple events happening actually this, this Friday, tomorrow, um, an event's called Empty Bowls. So a bunch of um, artists in, at Idaho State University put together these beautifully crafted pottery bowls for us. And we sell them to the general public. And when you buy a bowl, you get a bowl of soup to go with it. And it's just a really fun event. They have a silent auction going on. Um, and, and whatever bowls don't sell tomorrow night, we'll actually have on a website. And we'll it'll be essentially an auction website. And so folks can still buy bowls and be able to provide a really great gift to somebody, but then also turn around and give a really great gift to a family in need. Everyone wins then. I, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And how long have you been preparing for this campaign? You know, we are, this is a, a year-round thing, um, you know, especially like with, it's the same way with hunger. Hunger is a year-round issue. And so we're always constantly thinking about, okay, what's the next thing that we have to work on? What's the next campaign we have to go on? You know, what's the next season that's coming up? Because 
just like weather, our, our seasons in nonprofit web ebb and flow. And so we really want to make sure that we're prepped, we're ready to go. We go straight from summer months where it's a little slower, right into back to school and then straight into hope for all the holidays. And so it's just kind of that from September on, we're, we're going to keep going. <laughs> we do a lot of prep work. We do a lot of asking donors if they want to match. Um, we do have several matches across the state. I believe it's up to $50,000 um, for Hope for the Holidays. And so some really great donors that it's a yearly thing that they do because they want to make sure that their dollars are going as far as they possibly can. Right on. I like what you said about how, you know, hunger, it's a year-round thing, like you said. Would you say that people have, you know, concern for those who are hungry undermines more or the most during the holiday season? Yes. People want to give back during the holiday time because mm -hmm. they really want to, especially if you have children, you really want to instill into your children that helping other people is really important. It doesn't matter where you are at in your life, but if you can help somebody else, that will bring positivity into your life, into your internal soul. And so people really want to give back during the holiday time. I mean, a great example of this is we, my, my branch, uh, my volunteer coordinator, she books out volunteer groups for November and December back in like July because people want to come in so much that she'll start booking those in July. So that way we have, we make sure we have room for folks and people. Um, but when we get through the holiday times, it's not that the help goes away. It's not like the donations go away. They still come in, but it's not the big crazy anymore. But we still have families who are food insecure, who are still needing help because that's what they need. And that's okay. You know, when you're working two jobs at minimum wage, at not even 40 hours a week on either job, that's not going to bring in enough money to keep a roof over your head, pay your utilities, and pay for food. House, households with lower incomes actually spend more on their food budget than, norm, than other households. We're looking about 30% on their budget. It goes towards food. That doesn't leave enough for everything else. Um, and so we really do need that assistance all year round. And especially during the summer months, people want to go on vacation. They want to do these things, which please, by all means, go enjoy yourself but you still need to remember your neighbors that are in need. Absolutely. Have you had any cool experiences during this campaign so far? You know, with our Thanksgiving distribution that we did in Bannock County, that's always an amazing thing to watch um, because we do it at the Bannock County Event Center and we take up multiple parking lots to do it. Mm -hmm. And you watch the parking lot fill up with people in need and your heart kind of sinks a little bit because you're just like, okay, do we have enough? Do I, you know, are, we able to, are we able to fill this? You know, do we are we going to be able to do this in a timely manner? And you watch volunteers just love on their neighbors who are coming in for food. And it's just so much fun to watch because we have fantastic volunteers at the Idaho Food Bank. I mean, our volunteers, volunteers are our partner agencies. And pretty much you volunteer at a nonprofit. You're fantastic and amazing. <laughs> um, but... These volunteers, when they work for the food bank, they're generally working in the warehouse. So they usually don't get to see the end recipient. They usually see the same thing my staff generally sees, which is boxes and cans and pallets and bags. So being having having that opportunity for them to be able to serve their neighbors and just the amount of joy and love on their faces is so heartwarming and so much fun to watch because, one, they get to do that and they just love it. And, two, it's kind of an educational moment for them because – they turn around and look at me and go, I didn't know that this was this need was this big just here in Pocatello. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in Southeast Idaho, our food insecurity rate is 9.1%. And for our children, it's 11.4% in Southeast Idaho alone. <laughs> and so um, really just having that opportunity 
is so much fun. I mean, before I became the branch manager, and even now, I shouldn't say before, but it was a lot heavier before I became the branch manager because I was stuck in my office. I was stuck in that warehouse so yeah. much. I didn't get to see the end recipient. So Thanksgiving was always a great time for me because I got to do that. It got me out of my my mundane, normal kind of thing, and it got me to do something a little different. Now with this job, yes, I get to get out a little bit more, but Thanksgiving is still my favorite day because it's just so much fun to watch so many people go, I get to do something really fun today and and want to be there and be excited to be there about it. That's beautiful. It means a lot to really, you know, see the fruits of your labors, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into planning that distribution. Like any distribution, there's a lot of work that is not pretty. It's not fun. It's <laughs> anything but joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get to see it executed and you get to see it executed so well and with people who bring so much joy and love to it, there's nothing better. It doesn't matter what the weather did that day. It doesn't matter what went wrong that day. At the end of the day, we helped a lot of families with a Thanksgiving meal. Makes it all worth it. Absolutely. And I was reading about the impact that the food bank has had. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, so last fiscal year, um, we served about 184,000 individuals, Idahoans, across the state. Um, and when you think about our population, that's a pretty significant number. And that number isn't really going down. We're monitoring very closely what our need looks like. We're monitoring very closely what our partners are seeing. Yeah, they're going to see an increase right now because of holiday times, but some of them are seeing a a significant increase because of inflation, because of everything else. And so not only are we trying to serve as many people as we possibly can and push out as much food as we possibly can, but we're also really wanting to make sure that the food that we are distributing is nutritious. And we're making that nutritious choice, that healthy choice, the easiest one to do. And so we work with partner agencies on, especially when they have a choice pantry model. And what that means is they have it set up almost like a grocery store and neighbors who are coming in can come pick out the food that they need instead of getting a prepared box of food that they may not be able to eat half of it. And so when we have partner agencies who have choice pantries models, we like to go in with um, shelf talkers and just some signage. So that way folks understand like, you know, hey, yeah, this bag of oats is, yeah, it's a bag of oats. But did you know you can make granola bars out of it really easy? Or you can make really simple overnight oats that are really healthy. Or even, it's not the most healthy, the th- healthiest thing in the world, but no baked cookies. They're really easy to do. You know, just things like that where it's we're trying to make that healthy choice the easiest one possible with our neighbors, but still giving them the freedom to choose what they want because that has such an impact on a family. And what can the community do to help the Idaho Food Bank and the people in need even after the campaign and the holiday season are over? Support your neighbors in need. Um, If you are financially able to donate to the Idaho Food Bank, we can stretch that dollar um, to up to four meals per every dollar that's donated. And we are very grateful for those coming in because we are purchasing a lot of food lately. And because of inflation and the cost increases of transportation, we're seeing the same cost increases that everyone else is seeing, too including our neighbors that we're serving. Um, so yeah, if you are able to give financially, we greatly appreciate that. Or if you're really great at organizing food drives, organizing a food drive for your local community, for your local partner, you know, food pantry that's in your community, if you're not near a main warehouse, goes a long way. Um, food drives bring in a really great variety of food for folks. And so, you know, we may not purchase canned proteins very often because they are very expensive, But if we get them in a food drive, that's a great item to have in a food pantry for folks in need. If you are a volunteer or you've never done it and you really are interested in doing it, you know, you can log on to our website. If you use the food assistance locator, 
it will actually tell you where all the pantries are within so many miles of a certain zip code. And not only if you need food assistance, please do that. But if you're looking for a volunteer opportunity in your community, find where the where the pantries are and just go volunteer and just be amazed at the amount of love that goes into doing these food pantries. You will also be amazed about the amount of love you will receive from the neighbors who are receiving this food because they are extremely grateful that somebody took the time to care to not only give them food, but give them hope in humanity. And is there anything else that you like listeners to know? Supporting your neighbors and loving your neighbors year-round is very important. And yes, it's holiday time. Yes, things are expensive right now. I mean, my own budget is feeling it. And, you know, we have families and neighbors in need who have never been in this situation before. And when you see someone struggling, don't wait for somebody else to step up. Step up and help. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It doesn't have to be grand and sparkly. It can be simply, hey, I picked up an extra bag of groceries. Do you need it? Or you could spend an hour and just sit with somebody and ask them how they're doing. Because making sure that we're okay as a population is far important. And it goes so much farther than food insecurity. Because food food insecurity and health go so hand in hand with each other. Um, And not only just your physical health, but your mental health. And so making sure that we are taking care of our neighbors as much as we possibly can and taking care of ourselves as much as we possibly can and not being afraid to ask for help and say, you know what? I need something right now. That's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to lean on somebody else. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much again for taking the time to talk with me today. Absolutely. Thank you, Noah.